Jesus said, there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars. There will be distress among nations who are confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding about what is coming upon the earth because the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with great power and glory. And he said, when you see these things beginning to take place, stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. He said, look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as their leaves begin to sprout and grow, you know that summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. He said, very truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. And he said, be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life so that that day may not catch you unexpectedly like a trap. It will come for all people on the face of the whole earth. But he said, be alert, praying always that you will have the strength to withstand all of these things and to stand before the Son of Man, the gospel of the Lord. A couple of weeks ago, on our way to Ohio for a different football game that they won and a college visit, the boys and I took a little detour. After sitting for a while in some stopped and very slow-moving traffic on I-70 in the dark, very close to midnight, sandwiched between semi-truck after semi-truck after semi-truck and seeing no end in sight, I decided to get off at the next exit ramp, turn on my GPS, and hit the country roads just to keep moving so that we could find our way around onto the other side of this traffic jam, I hoped anyway. Thankfully, as you know, detours these days with cell phones and global positioning satellites aren't what they used to be. We just hopped off eastbound 70 interstate and kept driving for a few minutes until the navigator stopped trying to turn us around and get us back onto the same route that we started with, right? You know how that works. In other words, we had to get far enough off track. We had to get far enough away from our original path. We had to get lost enough, if you will, before our GPS would begin to send us in a new direction and onto a different, better path toward our destination. And this made me think of Jesus' words this morning, because I think all of that is more than a little bit of what the season of Advent is supposed to be for us as children of God, waiting on the coming of Jesus at Christmas time. These Advent days, I mean, are meant to be a season of darkness, of searching, of longing, of lostness, 
of admitting and experiencing the fullness of our need for direction, our need for salvation, our need for redemption at the hands of God in Jesus Christ. And this morning we hear Jesus say some pretty ominous things about all of that. There will be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars, he says. There will be distress among confused nations, he promises. There will be fainting from fear and foreboding about all that's coming upon the earth. And he says that the powers of the heavens will be shaken. It sounds scary. Like a mess. And about as lost or afraid as we might ever expect to be. And Jesus' words seem particularly on point this time around, if you ask me. I don't know what the signs in the sun and the moon or the stars might be trying to spell out, or what Jesus might have meant by all of that exactly, but I know NASA launched a rocket into outer space on Wednesday to practice nudging an asteroid enough to change its trajectory in case we ever have to do that in the future when we find out that there's an asteroid headed toward the planet Earth. What? And when I think about distressed nations confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves, I think about climate scientists warning that if we don't do something to maintain or limit or lower the temperature of the planet, that among so many other things, there are islands and coastal cities and whole hosts of living things in danger of destruction when and if the roaring of those seas and waves overtake them sometime. And as a new COVID variant does its thing. There is fainting and fear and foreboding for sure about however all of that might threaten whatever progress we've made with this pandemic. With all of that in mind, then, Jesus gives us this strange little parable about the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, he promises, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Another way to say all of that might be, when you see these things taking place, when you are just about as lost as you think you can be, when it's just about as bad as you could imagine it ever would get, when there is distress and fear and fainting and foreboding, new life is on the way. Or maybe you're lost, people, but keep driving because your redemption is drawing near and it might be just up there somewhere around the next bend. See, it's tempting, and a lot of people do, use these passages from Luke's gospel, these words from Jesus, to make predictions about the end of time. But I've never wanted to go there. I take comfort instead in places in the other gospels, Matthew and Mark to be specific, where Jesus says, not he himself, not even the angels, but only the Father know 
when the end times are going to take place. Anyway, I've always figured then that if the angels and Jesus can't make any guesses about all of that, then I surely don't have to bother and probably shouldn't try. And I'm suspicious of anyone who does, to be honest. So when Jesus talked about the signs that would come, when he talked about the powers in the heavens that would be shaken, when he talked about all that fear and foreboding and distress among the nations, I don't believe he was pretending to look into some kind of crystal ball. Otherwise, I think maybe the Son of God would have been a little more accurate with his prediction. Rather than predict the future, I believe Jesus' words are meant to inspire the present. Jesus isn't predicting destruction down the road. Jesus is promising salvation now. While it seems Jesus might be reporting the evening news for any given time and place, he's really proclaiming hope for the ages. And he's not one to pull punches. He's not one to sugarcoat the reality that swirls around us as his followers, as people on the planet, as children of God. And it is a hard reality. Wars rage. People starve. Children are abused. Injustice wins. There is racism and bigotry. There is cancer and Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's too. So no matter how hard we plan, no matter how much we pretend, no matter how often we pray, signs are everywhere of our need for grace and mercy and peace and salvation of some kind from someone somewhere beyond ourselves. This is the news we are called to to attend to on this first Sunday of Advent. And it's not meant to sadden us. It's not meant to scare us. It's not meant to send us reeling into the darkness either. I think it's meant to encourage us to keep driving. To acknowledge how lost we can be so much of the time, but to not fear that lostness. To not let the darkness get the best of us. I think we're meant to keep driving because there is a new way coming. There's a different path still waiting to be traveled. There is a light somewhere, somehow, that shines into this darkness, and we won't be able to miss it if we're prepared and paying attention. I think we're meant to keep driving because God is not afraid of however broken or scared or lost or alone we might be from one moment to the next. In fact, I believe God does God's best work when things are broken, when we are scared, when we get lost, even when we die. So let's let these Advent days be a reminder of and Let them be practice for us to hope and to wait with patience when we can find it. To stand up and raise our heads even. To keep driving, no matter how lost we feel. And to trust that our redemption is always, always near. 
especially when we need it the most. Amen.